0: Hi, everyone. Welcome back to our bonus online segment called Lively Extra when 30 minutes is just not enough. Let's reset the panel. Donna Perry and Keith Stokes and Ed Fitzpatrick. Um, Donna, continue, cut you off a little bit at the end there. Why don't you have that discussion with Keith? Because we were talking a little bit about the riots and who was there and then obviously social media. So can you continue to, to, uh, to outline that and then we'll get Keith to respond?
1: Sure, and all I meant was Keith. I think that there is uh, a deeper issue here with what I would say is this very disconnected um, part of the country, um, and I would say it's 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 deeper than just what a lot has been talked about. Oh, the white working class and Trump, you know, grabbed those voters, which, by the way, were the bread and butter voters at one time of the Democrats. I think. You know there is this um and again these are almost like things that exist separately online and in social media sites where it's it's more this almost this push about these deep conspiracies that every establishment part of our government is has you know deeper plots and 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 all this stuff and i find it actually very disturbing um and what i would point out is for the republican party which is is one of the major parties there's a real split and questioning going on right now because i in my view the party's at a crossroads either they are going to split from this stuff that is just you know, we can all say that's kind of like crazy and QAnon, and what are, they, what are they talking about? But it's, there are radicalized people. I guess that's what I was trying to get to, Keith. In my view, radicalized people in many ways were part of that big crowd that went into the Capitol. People have a right to do a peaceful protest, which we all talked about for 11 months. People have a right to say, but but to, to you know, build on a lie and then worse, go storm the Capitol. I think that is built on this kind of movement of these conspiracy theories, and I think the Republican Party, in my view, has either got to disavow it uh, and go in a different direction, or I, I don't know, you know, how there'll be real, you know, a real valid party going yeah, forward. Yeah, Keith,
0: go, Keith, go ahead and jump in.
2: No, I, I, I mean, I'll provide a historical perspective. I mean, um, my ancestors, my Black ancestors were a part of the leadership in this state, and in this country, uh, the Republican Party, going back to the uh, Abraham Lincoln Republicans, who we saw ourselves as. And and they were there in the fall of Richmond, Virginia, in the end of the Civil War. And they were there managing the reconstruction years post-war. And everything that they saw, that they wrote, and heirlooms that I own absolutely send a chilling message to me to the fact that what happened at our US Capitol in 2020 was exactly what was happening in Richmond, Virginia, Washington, DC, Charleston, South Carolina, Atlanta, Georgia, during our Reconstruction years. The bitter racism, the open violence, um, the use of Confederate flags, which were kept after the war and still we still see to this day, uh, the physical violence directed at not only men, but women and children based on their racial differences. And they hid behind political laws, and policies such as Jim Crow, in equity, and fairness, and rights. And we're seeing the exact same circumstance today. And I was horrified to see that scene at our Capitol. Because, again, regardless if people arrived to protest uh, or to have a political statement, there were hundreds and hundreds of people that stormed the US Capitol, stormed into the US Capitol, destructed property, stole from property, assaulted Capitol Police and federal police officers, And an image like that has not been seen since possibly the time of the British raid of the Capitol in 1814, or certainly at the years at the end of the American Civil War. So again, I believe very passionately that, and I'm hoping very passionately, that these views, these opinions, these people soon become extinct, because it has nothing to do with the character of America and the future of America.
1: Of course not, but I guess what I'm saying, I think it's deeper than a black-white issue. You know what I mean? Like, I think in today's social media, there is this conspiracy theory stuff. And what I was saying, that drives a lot of that stuff. They, they don't have the discourse like we're all having right now. You know what I mean? I mean, thats I don't look at that stuff, but it's out there. And it troubles me um, that where it's, it's its reaching and apparently to a lot of people.
2: Respectfully, if you're carrying a Confederate flag in 2021, proudly. Yeah,
1: that's part of that's, it, I agree that's, with
2: That's, that's it. racist. That's an absolute racist joke. If you're wearing a sweatshirt that's an anti-Holocaust uh, sweatshirt in 2021, that is absolutely discriminatory, racist. Um, right. And we need to be able to call out people and their actions for exactly what they are and what they are doing. And that has nothing to do with social media because we are all relatively intelligent adults.
0: Ed, go
3: ahead no and jump, jump in. in. Well, I, I think to, you know to pick up on the point about conspiracy theories, you had a president of the United States that was feeding conspiracy theories and attacking the media, calling them the enemies of the people. So, you know, to get back to my point about we need to show great affinity for the truth and have everybody, uh, uh, you know, picking from that same, the the same set of facts. And it can't just be lip service and denouncing what happened at the United States Capitol the other day. You know, you had The minority leader, Kevin McCarthy, denounced the violence, which is good, but then he voted to reject uh, 31 electoral votes for Biden that represented ballots from more than 10 million Americans. Um, So, um, you know, Deja Moore is a reporter at The Globe. She just had a a story the other day quoting historians and saying one lesson uh, from the aftermath of the Civil War is not to rush toward a false sense of unity. Uh, you know, you have to have uh, people uh, acknowledging what happened, taking responsibility. You hear a lot about personal responsibility and accountability. Uh, so, you know, uh, she quoted a, a Yale historian saying healing and unity came without justice after the Civil War. There needs to be institutional confrontation. Um, so I, I think we need an accounting for what happened and, uh, and, and move forward from there with a, a common set of facts and, and uh, acknowledging the truth. All right, Donna and Keith, I will give you one minute each. Donna,
0: you go first. One minute, Ms. Perry, and then we'll have Mr. Stokes finish up. Go ahead.
1: Right. I I think this, um, I don't think I'm trying to have a debate with Keith. I think actually we're, I I just wanted to point out there are layers of almost an alternate universe that, you, you know, a lot that exists in the social media. And we certainly didn't have that 100 years ago. That's, I'm not having a debate with you, Keith. That there is a lot of racism and in, in a lot of the pushback. I I should have said that earlier. I I certainly agree. And I said earlier, and I've said this many times, Trump completely exploited that. But um, he's gone from the scene. But what we saw, what I'm trying to say is that the role of those sites, you can't diminish it, and that is different from you know the past. I mean that stuff is out there. <laughs>
2: Keith, you get the last minute. Uh, It doesn't even take me a minute. I mean, (laughs) constructing new scallows, (laughs) waving Confederate flags, um, anti-Semitic T-shirts and slogans, uh, we know what that is, and we know exactly what the meaning it is. And the fact that they brought that crap to our U.S. Capitol, knowing full well that the world would be recording this, tells you how emboldened a certain group of people are and how comfortable they are in their racism and anti-Semitism. And I think we have an obligation today in 2021, I don't care if you're liberal, conservative, black, white, green, or purple, we have an obligation today going forward to make this a better world, an equal world for all people, regardless of race, religion,
0: or sexual orientation. All right, that is a great note to end on. Folks, even the extra isn't enough. I wish we could go on for another half hour, but we gotta go to work. Folks, thank you for joining us again. Keith and Donna and Ed, great discussion today. We appreciate it. Come back here next week, folks. We'll be here as The Lively Experiment continues.